We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friend, my soul sibling. How are you feeling these days? Some of my friends are feeling grounded, peaceful, centered, and anchored, and others, not so much. I have a friend who opened a boutique a few months ago, and she told me a lot of people come in and share a lot of personal information about themselves and how much they're struggling. She says it's been affecting her deeply. And then she asked me how I do what I do as a counselor. I told her I just don't take on other people's stuff. I'm compassionate, but I don't get in the well. I'm empathetic, but I'm clear in my boundaries. She asked me how I did that. Well, as synchronicity would have it, I received this book from a publisher a couple days after that conversation entitled The Daily Cloak, which is all about this very subject and who I'll be getting a copy of for her and gifting to her. And I'll be getting copies for all of my friends who are feeling kind of sensitive and in some discomfort these days. I'm thrilled and honored to be having a conversation with the author of this powerful and empowering book. We are here with and blessed to have with us energy expert Pamela Aloya with us today. Pamela is an energy healer, author, and teacher who for the last 20 years has focused on individual and collective energy healing. She offers insight for people to expand in their consciousness and enhance their life experiences by combining practical and heartfelt aspects, inspiring others to discover a life of soulful living. Pamela is a grief counselor, a lifelong martial arts practitioner, and a 25-year veteran in the corporate world. She's also the author of the books 52 Pick Me Up, Rescuer Mindset, Nurturing Healthy Change, and her latest book, which we're talking about today, The Daily Cloak, a concise, practical guide to centering oneself and clearing unhealthy energies, both inside of us and outside of us, so we can live a more balanced, peaceful, harmonious, empowered, and soulful life. So Pamela, thank you for saying yes to a second conscious conversation with us here on Journey to Center. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. So last week, we talked a lot about why we want to be able to clear and protect ourselves and how um, I want to discuss how we can start to do that with you this week. I'd love to go into some examples, some methods, some approaches, some practices that you would like to share with us. And I am very excited about this. I have my little notebook, my pen, and um, I'm, I'm super excited to be exploring and expanding my personal practice. Our, our imagination is really the limit. But some of the mm. more common things that we've done in the past and that I find works for myself and other individuals, I'll, I'll start off with my favorite one, is using colored, colored light. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about light, it's not necessarily, I mean, it can be, it can be actual, you know, different colored light bulbs. It can be different colored clothes that we wear, how we choose to uh, decorate our homes and paint the walls of our homes. Uh, that is all important, definitely, for sure. From a more spiritual standpoint, though, I love using what 
I call the bubble of light or a column of light. Yes. Where we put ourselves into and surround ourselves with this, whatever color we want, in, through, and around our bodies and expanding our bodies by about four or five feet. And that's a wonderful clearing and protective tool to use. And it's easy for people to visualize as well. So that, that's one of them. There's many more. Um, as I say in the book, there's nature is wonderful clearing, uh, has wonderful clearing abilities. Uh, music yes. is another wonderful way. Music, we've all been to, uh, well, we've all either sought out or potentially not even sought out, moving from one emotional state to another. Uh, mm-hmm. I find music to be wonderful to help clear things out, but it also can be used to protect. You, you can visualize the music, uh, whether it's in waves of energy or the notes themselves or colors that you feel associated with the, uh, with the, the music can surround the situation. Um, prayer work is wonderful. Working with angels, another one of my go-tos. I know a lot of us talk to um, Archangel Michael on a regular basis to, uh, for, for protection. But we can also call in uh, other angels, even angels that we don't know names to, and ask them for their assistance and guidance for any kind of clearing, uh, helping us through a situation, protection, you name it. Lots of different crystals are also a great way to to bring into our lives. Some people are not as open to crystals, but I have to say I'm seeing that shift as we move forward um, and where people are being more energetically aware. And they feel a difference with crystals, too. So crystals are wonderful. Um, they have wonderful characteristics that we can uh, work with to help ourselves in, in whatever way is that, that we're looking to. So those are just a few of the ways that we can use and the methods that I describe in the book about how we can use them for energetic clearing and protection. Yes, I love um a lot of what you're saying here, and I've worked with colors myself as an art for healing practitioner, and I'll have people just turn mm-hmm. inward and ask them, what is the color of peace for you? And some mm-hmm. will say, oh, it's light pink or mm-hmm. it's yellow, or it can be different mm-hmm. each day that you ask. And I like that you go into some of the colors that we can work with for our healing and um, purple about transmutation, connection with source. Blue is for communication. Mm-hmm. Green is for healing. And of, of course, white is always good, purity and clarity. Um, so I think, yeah, the colors are amazing. The angels are amazing. And um, you also talk about, and I hadn't considered this. I'd like to, you to expand on this, geometric shapes. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. How can we do that? Similar to how we would with uh, colors, putting ourselves in a bubble of light, we can simply change that bubble from a circle into some sort of geometric shape. One of my favorite shapes to use is a pyramid. I find very ground. I find I, I feel very grounded in a pyramid, yet I'm still very connected to source. So mm-hmm. I'm able to take that light in from the crown chakra, so visualizing that peak of the pyramid at the top of my head, and then the four triangles on either side and that strong square base underneath my feet mm-hmm. helps me ground some of the energy, uh, helps me feel balanced, balances everything out from right to left, front to back. Also, you can include balancing out your masculine and feminine side when you're in that pyramid. Uh, and that is just one example, but I've also used a cube, uh, used the hexagon, the pentagon. I mean, all the, all the, all the shapes that you could think of, it's, 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 it's a fun 
kind of exploratory thing to do is to sit yourself in those different shapes and see what works best for you. I know some people who are very uncomfortable in a cube and will not ever put themselves in a cube because it makes them feel too claustrophobic and closed mm-hmm. up. Um, mm-hmm. But some people love circles and, and other shapes. So it's, it's a wonderful method to, to, to experiment with. Yeah, I've been playing with that myself. And it's interesting because all I've ever done is like put a circle of light around me and then a column, mm-hmm. you know, up, mm-hmm. up through my head to the heavens and down through my body into the earth. But I've been playing with your mm-hmm. other options and possibilities. And it's kind of been fun. They do kind of elicit different types of um, feeling experiences, but it's all been really positive. And I, okay. I like that. You also talk about, and I hadn't considered this, animal totems. Yes, animals are uh, pretty much everything I put in the book is a go-to for me at some point. Um, animals have wonderful energy. And even though um, we associate certain characteristics, characteristics with specific animals, you know, we can go online and see what they symbolize. It really is going within and feeling what you feel when you're bringing in a specific animal for, for energetic protection or clearing. Mm-hmm. As with colors, angels, geometric shapes, uh, even though we associate different or, or some common characteristics to each of those, we may not feel that every single time we bring in a specific color or animal. But animals right. are lovely because I love using animals for both clearing and protection um, because they bring in a different not only characteristics, but they also bring in an ability to relate to a situation differently. And they Mm -hmm. also bring in that earthiness to us. A lot of times we'll be really lofty with our intentions, which is perfect and lovely and wonderful. If we need some assistance to bring in that intention down and ground it and manifest it into the earthly realm, animal energy is wonderful for that. So mm-hmm. I, I use or I talk about bringing in the, the mother bear. She, she brings, you know, think about that lovely bear hug full of love and support and how protective that mother bear is of her cubs. I love bringing in the, uh, the dolphin sometimes for uh, community um, events or family events to promote lightheartedness, communication, and fun, yet nurturing at the same time. So it's really fun to go in and and see uh, what animal comes to you, first of all, if you're intuitively inclined to see what Mm -hmm. animals come to you, or do your research and say, hey, what does this animal mean? I think I like that. I'm going to bring that into this situation. Either way is perfect. Yeah, I guess I've done that without really thinking about it. You know, I sometimes Mm -hmm. feel like I want to be very grounded and um, methodical, effective, and I'll think about like an elephant. You know, it's like I'm going to be mm-hmm. solid. I'm going to be solid in the way mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be approaching this project or whatever. And sometimes, well, a lot of the times it's butterfly energy <laughs> to keep mm-hmm. it light and That's beautiful yes. and joyful and sparkly. Yes. So um, I guess I was doing it without really even knowing it. And I, I love um, how you're supporting me in expanding my mind and the possibilities. So that's really, really mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. So, Pamela, how would you feel about doing a very simple, light, easy, accessible clearing for me and for our listeners right now, just an intuitive kind of clearing for us right now so that we can maybe um, settle in and experience and explore this possibility that we can use for ourselves later. 
That sounds lovely. That sounds lovely. I think so. Is there a, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask you quickly, though. Is there a particular method you would like to try that you haven't tried yet? Oh, gosh, I don't know. You have a few different examples in the back of your book, some applications. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've, um, I like all of them so much. Um, how about we try one that maybe clears us personally, but maybe then expands into our home and our community and then expands from there? How does Perfect. that sound? Perfect. That sounds, yeah, that, you know, that, that feels really lovely. good. That sounds, it does. It does. It, it, uh, I love it. Thank you for that. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. So I, I mentioned this in um, the book too, but I don't think we've talked about it yet. yet. And that's that our breath work can help enhance our practice. And this helps us bring our energy into a calm space. And it also helps bring our energy from the past, from the future, and brings it to the present, to the current now. And we can focus on, focus our energy on everything that we want to focus on in that clearing and that protection. So as we become more aware of our breath, I always also like to call in our guides and our angels and our beings of light. I believe we all are working with different beings of light who are helping us in our daily lives, but also helping driving us towards our life purpose. So I call in our angels and guides, our beings of light, to assist us. And also, being silent helps us bring, bring our attention away from our heads and into our hearts. So we can really feel what that intention is and what really needs to be clear, what really needs to be protected, coming from our heart center. And from that heart center, let's visualize our bodies, our physical bodies, being surrounded in a ball of pink, translucent light. We can visualize that ball of light coming from the heart center to about five feet around us, above, below, and all around us. Or we can just place the bubble around us and feel that pink energy swirling throughout every cell and molecule of our being. We allow that pink energy to clear any impurities in our physical emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies, dissipating any discord or disease, and perhaps shining an extra light on our heart itself. And it's nice to sit here for a few minutes while the energy works and clears, but in the interest of time, We'll ask our angels and guides to continue that clearing as we expand that bubble of light to the room that we're sitting in. The floors, the walls, the ceiling, the furniture, any pets or plants that happen to be in there as well. And then we'll visualize and envision and intend that pink bubble of light up to the entire home. We'll expand that out to the property of the building. If it's a larger building, if we're in an apartment building, allow that bubble of light to expand to encompass the entire building and the land surrounding it. And at this point in time, we're going to ask that we have a line of angels wrap around the entire perimeter, protecting and continuing to clear as needed, but serving mainly as a protection field. 
and will extend that angelic field about three miles high, three miles below, encompassing all of the pipes and the wires and the dirt and the insects under the ground. And we'll also expand that energetic angelic light three miles all around, asking the angels to clear this energy, to clear this space three miles beyond the current building that we find ourselves in. And once that energy has expanded to clear those three miles, we're going to ask that the bear energy, the wolf energy, and the dolphin energy They're actually showing the heron energy, too, the bird, the heron. Protect that bubble of light. And if other animals pop in, feel free to add them as well. And then we can take a deep breath in. The colors will come forth, and we thank ourselves for this experience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it is. Well, that was lovely. (laughs) I feel great. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be using that one a little bit more. I haven't done the pink, um, I don't think ever. So that's really sweet. Very feels very sweet. Feels very peaceful. It does. And, you know, everybody needs love. And sometimes it's not easy for us to give love. And I associate the pink with the love. And I love the three miles high, three miles below, three miles all around. I had a feng shui mentor say that to me one time, and I use that every single time I travel. Um, I use that when I'm going to a family gathering or or if I know I'm going to a difficult meeting. I I find that to be incredibly helpful because not only are we clearing ourselves and the person that we're meeting, but we're also clearing everything that's in direct vicinity, space to uplift and support us in that meeting or whatever we're going through. Right. Well, I say all the time we're rippling stuff, energy into the world. And I think this is a way of taking responsibility to um, ensure that our ripple is positive, that it's good, Mm -hmm. that it's wonderful. And we may not have any idea how our ripple is affecting others. But I think um, we can relax on the confidence that we are, we do have an influence and we are more powerful than we, we maybe are consciously aware of. And um, I just relax in that knowingness and um, it, it brings me great peace and solace. You know, we can look at things that are going on in the world and feel um, we're helpless. But I don't think that's the case. And it's not like we have to be out there with signs and picketing and at the forefront of the war zone, if that doesn't resonate as something we want to do. We can do it in this way. It's accessible. It's peaceful. It's safe. At least that's how I personally want to um, be in the world and express and try to be supportive in that way. It resonates for me. And... uh, Mm -hmm. So much of what you share, what you write about, your um, practices, your examples, deeply, deeply resonate for me. And um, you've expanded my my possibilities a lot, and I'm grateful for that. Oh, well, I'm so happy to hear that. I think we, we are kind of on the same center. Um, 
it is truly what this bringing us back to our sense yes. where we stand, what our truth is, and then bringing that truth out to the world. Absolutely. You know, I, I've written a couple of books and the subtitles of both of them is from the inside out, manifesting love from the inside out, manifesting mm. prosperity from the inside out. And I think there's essentially two ways we can live. To try to live from the outside in, I've tried it, wasn't effective, wasn't satisfying. <laughs> in fact, it was very painful. But as I opened mm. my mind to the possibility of taking personal responsibility for my reality, which is what you talk about, which is you, what you share about, my life really started to transform for the better in countless ways. And now I am in the vortex and center of um, my life. And um, it seems that my life has completely shifted around that. It's like the mirror of my life is completely different. Instead of trying to affect and influence the mirror, I'm just being me and the mirror has changed. Mm -hmm. It feels a lot better. A wonderful, yeah. And it's a wonderful example that you're bringing to the world so that others can see it's possible. We can shift things, and it's it, not only saying it's not difficult, but with some focus, some intention, it, it's possible. It is possible. And, you know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We each and every single one of us have more power than we think. We're more important than we can consciously comprehend. I think each and every one of us is a divine and exquisite creation of the universe, and uh, we each have a really important piece of the puzzle here. And if you don't think so, yeah. it, life can be painful. But once you know this, I mean, it supported me in just being able to take a deep breath and relax and enjoy the journey despite the bumps and the chaos and the craziness of it sometimes. My teachers would say, we didn't leave heaven to come to heaven. We left heaven to experience contrast. But now my intention is to um, thin the veil between heaven and earth and bring more of those qualities that I imagine heaven to be to our particular planet. And um, mm -hmm. just makes sense, just makes sense to me. Makes things make it sense. Does. It does. Yes. And I, I always mention to people, if we could see the energy of our thoughts and emotions, I think we would live completely differently. If we could see mm -hmm. how sadness is portrayed in that energy and, and how that affects, what ripple effects that brings, and then we see what effects joy and happiness and compassion bring, mm -hmm. we would be living in a completely different world. So it's important to go within to see what that feels like because we can't see it physically with our eyes, but we can sense it with our third eye. Absolutely. And I get a sense of when we have uh, our past life review after we transition, we will see, we can see mm -hmm. the ripple effect that we've um, created on the planet. And that makes me want to take even greater responsibility to keep the ripple love-based and keep the vibe high. That's my personal exactly. intention. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we just have a minute left here, Pamela. How can people connect with you or get a copy of this wonderful little guide? People can connect with me through my website, which is PamelaAloya.com. That's P-A-M-E-L-A-A-L. OIA.com. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn as Pamela Aloya author. And the book can be purchased at Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com and will be available in your local bookstore in a few weeks. 
I love it. And I love your intuition. You you don't know this, so I'm going to tell you. We have a big old um, community of herons behind our house here, <laughs> like probably 20, <laughs> 25 nests. So lots of family oh. herons. And in fact, there's one on a tree out there now. I can see him standing up there all regal. So you said the herons wanted to come in. You were right. They're so magical and, and they're so, I don't know, they look almost prehistoric. And when it is mating mm -hmm. season or when the babies have born, it is wild back there. They are loud <laughs> and I adore them with my entire being. Yes. They're so yes. lovely. I find it's them so to be very majestic, very majestic they are. creatures. Majestic yeah. and prehistoric and a little bit shy and mm -hmm. kind of quirky and just a little <laughs> bit awkward. But when they fly, they're so incredible. They're so incredible. Yes. Yes. And yes. Uh, each one of us is in our own way. So to my beautiful guests, mm -hmm. listeners, and my um, amazing friends, I'm so, so, so grateful that you chose to take some time here with us today. And uh, I hope you are celebrating and enjoying the unique and exquisite version of God that you are. So please know that you're in our hearts, our meditations, our prayers. We're sending you blessings of pink light and clearing and healing and uh, profound, unconditional, compassionate love. Take good, gentle care of yourself. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.